The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. The Gospel of the Lord. So maybe just a quick thought. So Jeremiah was this great prophet that we all recognize, and he had the book of Jeremiah. In his historical time, he happened to be this prophet at the time where the Jews were being attacked by the Babylonian Empire. They were soon to be conquered, and then many of the people would be deported. And Jeremiah was trying to prophesy to the people that they needed to turn back to God, and it was urgent. And because they failed to do so, that God was going to allow the Babylonians to come and sack Jerusalem and destroy the temple and deport the people. And of course, they didn't want to hear this. The, the Israelites at that time, and especially those in Judah, and especially those who were in Jerusalem, just took it for granted that Jerusalem was special and God would never allow it to be conquered. And so therefore, they just kind of kept going along their business and really didn't take heed to what the prophet actually was telling them. In addition to that, instead of just ignoring it, they actually went the opposite direction and they persecuted Jeremiah. And at one point they even grabbed him and threw him in a mud pit because they didn't like what he was saying. Later on, of course, Jesus goes into his own town in Nazareth and he preaches the good news and they didn't necessarily want to hear it. Uh, the people in Nazareth was a little pocket of, of Jewish uh, people that were living in an area that was surrounded by Samaritans and different kinds of foreigners and pagans, so they just figured they were special. And Jesus was telling them that they needed to convert, they needed to repent, and they needed to be open to the gospel. And they weren't, uh, because it was coming from someone they had sized up. Well, this is just Jesus. He's just the son of a carpenter, and he's got these family members that live there. Why should we listen to him? Now, in our own lives, we do something similar in many different ways, and we should be a little careful when we hear words from people we know and love who are telling us things that we may not want to hear. And I know this happens. Any of you who are married, this happens all the time. Those of you who have parents, this happens all the time, right? How many times have your, your parents told you something and you just say, oh, you know, I'm my own person now. Why are my parents telling me what to do? And I know I'm a priest, but my parents tell me what to do all the time. And it's easy for me to say, well, what do they know? They're just parents, you know, but they have some wisdom that I don't have. And because they love me, they're going to tell me things that maybe other people aren't going to tell me. So I have to take a step back and say, okay, so what of this is of God? What do I need to listen to? Sometimes you may find that a priest says something you may not want to hear, right? 
And so what ends up happening is sometimes people will say, well, I'm going to go and listen to the priest that I like and not listen to the priest that I don't like. Uh, one of the things that I belong to is it's called Yesu Caritas, and it's a, like a support group of priests. And we get together and have these meetings. But we don't all think the same. Actually, many of us think very differently. But the good thing about it is that we can be challenged by the priests that don't necessarily think like we think. So we can take a step back and evaluate it and try to consider, okay, what is, what is God really asking in this moment? How many times, for example, has the Pope said something you didn't necessarily like? Uh, sometimes he does that. And I don't care which Pope it is. Um, I've actually, re I remember thinking that, well, I wish Pope John Paul II didn't do that or say that. And then same with Pope Benedict. Well, I wish Pope Benedict didn't do that or say that. You know, and now with Pope Francis, well, I wish he wouldn't have done that or said that. But again, we have to be a little careful about this because I don't want to be the Pope, right? So what we should do is take a step back and say, all right, what of this can be of God, but for some reason in my stubbornness or thinking that I know everything, I'm not really open uh, to what God is trying to tell me uh, through the, uh, the mouth of the Pope. You know? So these things happen in life. The, the main point is, is that the same mistakes that were made in the time of Jeremiah and made at the time of Jesus, we just have to be a little careful that we don't fall into that same trap. Uh, so be a little careful when you start noticing things like, well, I wish Jesus wouldn't say that, you know, because he does say things that we don't want to hear. Or when the Pope says something, or when our parents say something, or our, pa our spouse says something, or our good friends say something. Oftentimes, these are the prophets that God sends into our life to try to help us to be able to be better Christians and to follow the Lord, and especially to be open to that repentance and conversion that we often need to hear.